God's grace is sufficient, man. Um, glad to be alive and well. A lot of people didn't wake up today in the underground. Quit your whining. Quit your whining, man. <laughs> you want to try seven days a week? 16-hour <laughs> days? Oh, bro. I work all the time. Yeah, I know that. <laughs> so today, folks, um, fans of the show, first we want to thank you for um, – so journeying with us into our second year or rather, yeah our second year second year doing um future focus right, right podcast um it has definitely been a labor but it's been a labor of love a uh, labor of passion rather doing this show um and welcoming the doors of you know now being on the radio right uh, please continue to pray for us in the administration as we try to further advance the kingdom. Uh, many of you that have listened via the podcast and listened on the radio show, uh, we're affecting lives. Right. Um, there are many people that had no recollection or, dare I say, respect for the Lord that are now starting to have a new thirst and a new fire to learn more of who God is and who Christ is um, by way of this show. So your support of the show in listening is well appreciated uh, from the both of us uh, because without you guys, uh, a lot of this wouldn't be possible. But most importantly, none of this would be possible without Christ. Um, so you want to introduce our topic for the day, sir? Yes, we have a very interesting topic for our listeners tonight, today, salary. Sorry. Um we have an Akron woman, Akron woman arrested, and it's been viewed a hundred times, hundred thousand times, mm-hmm. on Facebook or online. And this happened in our hometown, Akron, Ohio, not too long ago. Akron. Yeah, or yesterday. Yeah, I say this week. Yeah, so it just happened. Um, you know, recently, and so we're seeing. Uh, and she was, you know, twenty-two. 22. Or is, not was, it was 22. Yes. Uh, thank God that this interaction with the hometown police, Akron Police Department, was not fatal there. Well, here's, I got to bring him up to speed because nobody knows, you know, what's been going on in our city. So right. everybody knows about LeBron as um, the heralded hero, right. as he should be, for the city of Akron. Um, so Akron recently has elected a new police chief, um, right. Kenneth Kenneth Ball, B-A-L-L, like the Ball brothers, hmm. but just Kenneth Ball. Um, I believe it's Kenneth Ball, if I'm not mistaken, K-Ball. But 
Uh, he's 51. He'll be 52 in January. Right. And uh, he has, I think, three or four kids. He went to CVCA, uh, Cuyahoga uh, uh, Valley Christian Academy. Right, right. He, um, you know, graduated from the Christian Academy and all the things, different things. So I'm interested in knowing how this situation was handled or how it's going to be handled. He made some remarks. Uh, the article is on Ohio.com that you can see the full transcript of the video as well as videos from the arrest that took place. And basically, from what we viewed from her perspective that was not revealed on the body cams was harassment, um, shall I say, oh, yes, explicitives that were used by the police in the interactions with those that were being questioned um dare i say unjustifiably initially and during the whole process however once one of the people that was being questioned don't right. blink right uh dropped the name of a certain sergeant well right. this officer that was being captain america started to listen right uh i don't think our listeners have to guess who or what pigment these officers were. In the times we live, it is pretty redundant when we see situations like this. You know, right. someone's always passing or being unjustly arrested or unjustly uh, persecuted. Um, so, what some from what I saw, and then you can you know give from what I saw. In the video, it's on video, and like I said, it's on Ohio.com, Acrobeacon Journal's website. The officer felt a little tense because, you know, he, the gentleman was name dropping, and he asked, you know, later on, about a minute, minute and a half later, if how he knew this particular sergeant, and he said, well, why does that matter? It was about five minutes later. And these other officers come, and they say, get out the car. They don't. They don't just say get out the car. And this is kind of nerve-wracking because this is this isn't another city. Right. This isn't, you know, you you kind of get numb to the effect of police brutality and not being read your Miranda rights and you you kind of get numb to it. But now it's in our backyard, literally in our backyard. So this other cop, he comes and grabs her um and says you're under arrest, you know, get out the car. And he just snatches her out of the car. Now, I don't know. The video cuts out about 15, 20 seconds after that. Right. And she's out of the car. What? Did, why am I being arrested? I didn't hear anybody, when he pulled the other gentleman out, say anything regarding Miranda rights. Um, they were not Mirandized. They were just put cuffs on it. I didn't hear you have the right to remain silent. You have the right to attorney. And you say can or will be used against you in the court of law. If you if you cannot afford an attorney, the one will be a court appointed attorney will be provided for you. Right. I'm not a cop. Never went to the police academy, but I know my rights. And without that, it's an unjust uh, arrest. Right. right. So I'm curious to know um, what your thoughts is. You know, and then... You don't, you know how we do on Future Focus. We're definitely going to attack this from a spiritual aspect. So, right, um, right. But in this day and age, we have to be vigilant. And there's a comment that Don't Blink um, mentioned when we watched this earlier. He was the video earlier, the videos earlier. He said that 
you know, people know the law now because they were saying they got to move their car and uh, they have to move back now and all this other kind of thing. And he's like, well, you know, the law says, which is true, you have 24 hours to move your disabled vehicle. If you don't move your vehicle within 24 hours, then um, it could be towed or, you know, whatever have you out of the vicinity. Depending on where it breaks down at depends on how fast it gets moved. Right. <laughs> but um, with these recent events, and what we're going to bring up another recent event that happened um, later on, uh, earlier this week. Uh, but it's just, it's just, it's sad in a day and age when many groups, I'll just leave it at that, are preaching uh, peace and prosperity. But when it comes to full restoration and reconciliation amongst those in positions of authority and those that are, shall we say, subdued to their subjection. There is a lack of empathy and there is a lack of understanding for the person that is being persecuted. Hmm. And the reason why I'm going to bring up the other event is because that situation is polarized. It's polar opposite. Right. In regards to the pigments presented, you know, with this situation here in Akron with Daneria, um, I forget the young lady's name, um, Daneria Gray or Daneria McNabb. Daneria McNabb. Right. Daneria McNabb. You know, she was in the car and they were she was coming to give her brothers a jump, which right. is a likely situation in this time in the north part of the country, north and east part of the country with the snow. You know, cars don't start. You call somebody, you know, brother, sister, friend, cousin, whatever, to give you a jump. Right. Heck, Reggie might, you know, Don't Blink might call me and say, hey, bro, if you're in the area, give me a jump. Or I might call Don't Blink after I've, you know, called somebody else. Or he might call one of his brothers or sisters or something right. like that or his mom. Right. So, you know, in this situation, you can see the video on Ohio.com. The woman and the gentleman, people present, everyone present was harassed by this officer who just seemed hell-bent on arresting somebody before he had any information or any type of probable cause, he had his bracelets out. He had the steel cuffs out. Right, he did. Ready to arrest everybody. And he's like, you know, you're under arrest and all this other kind of thing. And then as soon as, he, soon as the, bro the brother name dropped, you know, he didn't say Jesus, but as somebody <laughs> that was possibly close to him. Right. Who was a sergeant in the Akron Police Department. And that's when he was like, what? Uh, okay, well, maybe I need to treat these people with a little more respect. But my thing is there needs to be, I don't know, sensitivity training, you know, as they do when it comes to sexual harassment or some type of reconciliation between those that are keeping the law and those that are under the law, shall we say. But those that are keeping the law are not above the law themselves, which I think is also a misnomer amongst the forces of the land. Right. <laughs> that sounds prophetic, but at any rate. <laughs> well, oh, man. Um, I looked at the video, and there's nothing to share that says no reason for them to be arrested. Mm -hmm. And people know the law now. You know, they have to become you know, law efficient, if you will, if that's a word or a phrase that, you know, we can coin, but it's very necessary, necessary for that to happen. Yeah. And I'm seeing that is, 
even if you do know the law, you still get arrested. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it seems that way. So I don't know. Um, even more so. Yeah. It's dangerous. Yeah, it's very dangerous to show or flex your law muscle, you know, and uh, you still might get arrested in the possibility. So this is why it's important to have a lawyer on hand or something one that someone to get you out of jam because it really cost him, you know, cost him to get unarrested or post bail, whatever, whatever happens. And then, you know, get the car from being impounded and, but don't blink. I have Jesus. Why do I need a lawyer? <laughs> He's a lawyer. He's a lawyer in the courtroom. The courtroom. What are you talking about? <laughs> <Yeah>, okay. <laughs> True enough. You know what I'm saying? Uh, the Bible says, uh, render under Caesar was Caesar's. Mm-hmm. You know, and then render it was it was you know what's God is God. So it's just basically saying that, you know, we still have to abide by the laws of the land, regardless. Mm-hmm. You know, and um, you know we have to be law-abiding citizens. You know, yeah. in spite of uh, we can't just rebel against you know everything. You know, we want to rebel against because we don't agree with it. You know, there's way there's different ways to to do those type of things, but. To get arrested, you know, mm-hmm. you know, to commit a crime to get arrested, you know, is one thing. But I don't see them really committing a crime here, you know, as I see the video. I don't know what happened before, what happened after, but from the video point standpoint, it doesn't look like they. Yeah, and, a crime. and from my understanding, there was you know like a side swiping of some sort. Um, now I do want to point out. That Dianera, Dianera uh, McNabb, the young lady, had said um, what she doesn't appreciate is the vitriolic comments that seem to always make her arrest an issue of race. She says it's not. She said, though she and her brother Christopher McNabb are black, their friend Matthew Vavro is white and the son of the Akron sergeant who approved the arrest report filed on all three of them. Wow. So in three clips, totaling six minutes, Gray shows Facebook users one angle of a 20-minute altercation with Akron Patrol Officer Jason McKeel, who commanded Gray multiple times to move her car off the freeway as she attempted to help her brother get his broken-down vehicle running at 1.30 a.m. December 22nd. So it's... It's not an issue of race. No. To an extent, you know, as she said, but it is an issue of race. And to to not acknowledge it would be doing a disservice to oneself. Not just to oneself, but to our people. Um and by our people I mean the American people, not black just black people. Right. Okay. So prejudice is always going to be an issue when someone does not know how to <laughs> don't blink is fanning himself um it's going to be an issue when you don't know how to interact or you have very little interaction with people then again he could have just been having a bad day i don't know what was going on with this officer you know for him to be so uh to be so easily aggravated right and to be, and you can see it, it's a 20-minute altercation with the body cams and then the three six-minute clips with the other uh, Facebook clips from, from Facebook Live. I don't know 
why he felt that way. Maybe something was going on in his personal life or something happened in a previous inter- interaction. But officers should be trained. And this is something that the parents that I've seen and uh, as well as my own parent, my mother, you know, and she explained it to me when I was a teenager. You know, I'm the oldest of four children. Okay. Mm-hmm. So if I ticked my mother off, she would talk to me in re- in retrospect to how I did something, correct? Right. Right. However, if my younger siblings came to her, she would address them how? In a different manner. Right. In a in a more docile, less hostile manner. Right. So, retrospectively, why is this an unlearned trait amongst police officers, many of which who have children? And are male. True. My father, my own father. Well, I take that back. Sometimes my dad can, you know, but then he'll peel back and be like, uh, you know, he'll peel back and, you know, treat that child or individual with the um, same or different, rather, so I say different um, approach. Right. You know, so I think it's very important that, dare I say, a lot of officers need to learn sensitivity training not in the sense of you know sexual harassment and and using certain things a lot of that sensitivity training when it comes to that is just common sense how to be a gentleman right Uh, but when it comes to dealing with somebody if someone angers you even as an employee as a manager i've I've known that man being a manager for many years if one employee does something wrong i cannot take those emotions from that interaction and bring it into another interaction when that person's never done anything to me that type of interaction and type of character trait is childish. Yeah. When you're mad, you're mad at everybody. You know, unless, and granted, there's exceptions to the rule sometimes, you know, just it's just a really, 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 really bad day. But even then, you know, a level of maturity is learning to treat people how you want to be treated in every separate interaction. You know, and you can, and I'm sure our listeners can understand, you know, that parents have this quality to do that. Right. right. Generically, I mean, everybody's parents different, but. Right. A uh, whole lot different. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so um, with that, you know, it's I think it's very important to, we need to do something. So I'm going to be talking to, you know, and even though she doesn't want to make it an issue of race, I think it is an issue of race because a lot of people are segregated due to red credit lining and um, economics, classism. So, you know, you're a certain quote-unquote race on paper, and because of that, you have a certain economic level, which then sets you apart as a class. So you could be black, and then because X, Y, and Z, you would make this amount of money, and you could be white, and you make this amount of money, and because the way the world is set up, you guys just have, you live in separate areas, so it's hard for y'all to interact. But when you do interact, it's the first time you've ever interacted, especially when one is in position of power, whether it's the, the black gentleman or the white gentleman or any other race in between. So I think that there needs to take some sensitivity training in how to deal with various interactions. And really, as much as when they train, cops train, we see it in movies all the time in TV, you know, they're shooting and they're, they're making sure not to shoot the unarmed person, the unarmed target, right? Right. Same situation when you're dealing with 
people on the street. If you're on your beat as a cop, patrol cop, whatever, you deal with one person one way as that situation calls for. In the next situation, you don't bring those same energies to it. And that, shall I say, is a psychological assessment that needs to take place. <laughs> Good point. Good point, man. Good point. I, I I strongly agree with that. I haven't thought of it like that, actually. I haven't thought of it, but you're right. Because cops do have sensitivity. They do treat each situation differently. You know what I'm saying? Aside from whatever the personality defect, they have a flaw mm-hmm. or how they feel in that particular day. But you're right. Um, you do have to be sensitive as a parent of five kids. I treat <laughs> each child differently. So I understand exactly what you're saying, that you have to be wise to not you know, treat each t- each situation or individual. You got to be very sensitive and intricate, you know what I'm saying, and how your approach is to each situation because you don't know what is on the other side or what the other person is dealing with. Mm-hmm. <sighs> it's a task. It's a task <laughs> to do that, but, you know, you still have to strive to do that and understand and realize what, what you are seeing because you're not. I'm a parent. I know my children. I see the cycles, you know, coming and forming of patterns where a cop doesn't know the pattern of this particular individual, they have to quickly assess, you know, the situation and, you know, mm-hmm. you know, process quickly sometimes and, and how to do this or that. Or in other words, think on their feet. And, uh, but to this what we just saw, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. <laughs> I didn't see that. You know, I think they had a lot of time to analyze and assess what's going on, but they still made an arrest when they, I think the young man just needed to jump, you know, a jump. Mm-hmm. You know, just I'm, not, I'm not mad at the arrest You know whatever the cause for the arrest was I mean it said it was authorized by the sergeant My issue was how the arrest was carried out And yeah. how the initial interaction was carried out There needs to be you know, like as we said before A, a, a psychological assessment right. Or a sensitivity training on how to treat you know as you said you're a father of five you know dealing with don't bring those same energies that you had dealing with the drunk man right you know and dealing with let's say a a trafficker into somebody who's just an average citizen trying to help another citizen out right you know whatever was going on back then does not apply here and if you have to take a second to shall I say adjust before you interact then do that because right. as the law, you already got them pulled over. You're there, you know, and if they're a law-abiding citizen, they're not going anywhere. They're just going to stay right there until you decide to get out the car. So right. if it takes you two minutes, five minutes, and I would hate to be that person getting pulled over, but, you know, if 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 that's going to save you from having an elevated heart rate and not thinking clearly and then pulling your gun, misjudging a, a wallet or a watch or a belt loop, Right. For a weapon and saving that person's life and your own, then do so. But that has to be a formal amount of training at some some point, and you know, with here in Akron, um, Akron uh, Police Department, um, I, mean, I am going to be speaking to the uh, the 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 chief of the NAACP, uh, who we have a relationship with uh, through Untamed Disciples, about this matter. If she has not been made privy to it yet, I'm going to call her uh, tomorrow. Well. You know, I'll call her this later next week right. in regards to this issue, because this is an issue that needs to be presented and it needs to be, you know, whether it's like, I don't know how it's going to look. You know, we'll probably talk to our minister and for information, Selena, about it. Right. But this does need to be presented. Now, 
this brings us into our next event we were going to talk about right, misjudgment so. um wow now there was a situation in wachita kansas a gamer uh last name barris um but i can't remember the young man's name Tyler Barris, he's a 25-year-old gamer suspected of making false police reports that led to the death of a Wachita resident named Andrew Finch. Man. Now, um, Barris is, I, I'm, I'm guess he's he's colored. Um, he's not, he doesn't seem black. <laughs> you could just say colored. Yeah, he's colored. <laughs> yeah, I went to 1960s. Oh, right wow. Right. So he's colored. Um but the individual who passed and was killed fatally was Andrew Finch mm. of Wachita, Kansas. The situation is this, people. <laughs> this young man makes his living, which I, I don't have, I don't frown upon. Many people do it. He makes his living playing video games and streaming live and then talking while he's playing video games and stuff like that. Right. And he makes YouTube videos. Now, what I have a problem with, I frown upon this, which we, I believe he spoke about briefly. He does these prank videos where it involves the police and it's called swatting, where you make a, a false 911 call and you're basically lying to the dispatcher saying, I did this, I did this, or this is happening. You, you're the boy that cried wolf, essentially. And they post those videos and audio to the internet and they make money off of those videos personally i don't think that should be compensated that's way 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 above our pay grade when it comes to youtube right however this gentleman that's what he does it's called swatting it's so those that don't know what this is i'm explaining it to you swatting right so apparently this gentleman 25 years old he's a year younger than me we'll get back to that later right 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 <laughs> He lost a dollar to two dollar wager, meaning a bet, playing Call of Duty. So the gamer that he was playing with, he got a he thought he had the address of that individual, but it was a false address. It was an address that he just pulled up, right? So he calls nine one one. And mind you, this man's from California, so he went to Kansas, I believe, to do this. He called and said he shot this is this is what he said he was lying. He shot his father in the head. He's bleeding out. And he, no, he's dead. And he's about to shoot his mother and his uh, brother. And he thinks he's just going to pour gasoline all over the house and set it on fire. He says this as a 25-year-old male in the United States of America with all the freedoms that we have <laughs> as a prank to quote unquote swat the gamer that he lost the dollar to two dollar way or the he won rather the dollar to two dollar wager but didn't get the money or something to that effect. So I want you to picture this. You're in your home, there's four the six <laughs> police officers of your local police department outside. You come outside and you touch your waistband. Don't know why, because this gentleman is passed. This is a white male. Why he's passed. And the cop shoots you not thirty times, <laughs> once, and you die minutes later. As Man. a result of a twenty five year old male playing a prank that is not funny in the slightest <laughs> saying such things. This is a day and age that we live in. Um, these are the end times, people. So, you know, 
from what I can tell, Andrew Finch looks like a good dude. I mean, New York uh, Daily News has certainly used a picture that is like a mug shot of him. Um, but I'm sure there's better pictures of him. And he's white, so I don't want anybody saying, well, you're just sticking. No, I stick up for everybody that is unjustly um, persecuted. Regardless, he's dead for no yeah. reason. But I, I feel some type of way about the media that is not us, you know, other media, our counterparts, using photos that suggest uh, adverse behavior, that suggest an adverse lifestyle. This young man was killed because of someone else's poor decisions. Right. So in retrospect, the cops did well in Wichita um, with the exception of, with the exception, you know, they were, they, he was just scared. He, he fired one shot. Um, but, you know, we have two different situations here where, you know, the Akron Police Department <laughs> terribly interacted with Akron citizens. And on the reverse side, in, you know, the west and middle part of the country, Wachita, Kansas, you have an individual who made a false police report and who's not even owning up to his mistakes. He just got arrested, by the way. Thank God. Uh, Tyler Barris uh, got arrested for what he's done because... If I'm not mistaken, this is a classification of second-degree murder. Right, right. <laughs> so, yeah, it's second-degree murder, and this is very dangerous because uh, that, you know, someone can do this very easily and fool the police department, which is woo, very dangerous. So we have this kind of behavior going on. We're, we're in for you know, rude awakening uh, on 2018 because this is, seems like it's something that's going on. It's not the first time that I've seen reports like this to happen, um, Crown One. So it's just very dangerous. And, you know, we have a full article here talking about the situation. But, you know, um, it's funny because at one time when I was dealing with unemployment, I thought about gaming. <laughs> you know, well, you, you wouldn't do nothing like this. No, I wouldn't. No, I wouldn't have the brains of the technology, mental power to think on that level. Uh, as far as uh, I'd be drained for all the doggone games I would have to play, right? <laughs> because them games are work now, it's not like enjoyment, it's work, and it's you know, uh, anyway. So <laughs> it's just, it's just that, uh, you know, wow. So anyway, as I was saying that um, I was not, I would not think on that level to actually swat someone. So if they if he did get the right address right, right, you know what would the result be? Would he still be in the predicament that he's in? Where would his his friend get shot? You know, <laughs> that's the question. That's very 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 dangerous. So it's very scary to, you know. Um, Think about that, you know. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So we have to be careful about who we interact with and how we interact with them, whether you're a police officer or a law-abiding citizen. Right. Um, and then also, uh, please keep in your prayers the McNabb family here in Akron, Ohio, as right. they go through these court proceedings. We don't know if they had warrants or what happened, but it's just it makes me uneasy when the police officers that were paying taxes – 
to the city and then they you know they're getting their checks um is is mistreating Akron or any other city in the country when it comes to police interactions and please also keep in prayer the Finch family who lost a son uh Lisa Finch you know uh, the mother she had lost her son in this uh instance so um we're praying for them please pray uh for the McNabb family as well right and uh we look forward to a happy new year in right. 2018 i hope you guys had a good holiday i got to mention that earlier uh, my christmas was well but you know um with so much talk about the holidays i just i kind of we just need to get right into the topic so i didn't get to really talk about that yeah um but with all that you know you know lisa finch was saying what gives the officer the right to open fire you know and she lost her son because of you know a, a false police report so you know, I understand her um, grief. Well, I take that back. I I do not understand her grief, grief because I don't have any blood children. However, I can kind of imagine what that would be I, like. I would understand. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that's fair. That's, that's very honorable for you to say that. But, you know, I think if it was your sibling or, you know, someone, lost, you know, a loved one, you could, you could you know, empathize with her. Mm-hmm. You know, we empathize with her right now because if any of my sons would get killed over something falsely done, you know, I'll be very upset, you know. So I don't know who this Tyler Barris' father and mother is, but I would definitely sit him down. And that's not a shot at them because they could be very good parents and they just their kid could just be a knucklehead. But this is not a, a, a trait you know, and, and I didn't like the, the videos that were popping up of people dressing up like quote unquote Muslim terrorists because not every Muslim is a terrorist terrorist, but right. they were dressing up like Muslims or sheiks, Sikhs, and then throwing book bags at people. Oh, There's man. videos all over YouTube Dangerous. throwing book bags at people, screaming Crazy. out gibberish and then running away. You know, or going to the low income areas of a city and filling up on pockets and stuff like that and trying right. to invoke anger out of these individuals so this young man tyler barris has definitely been served uh the chickens that were coming to roost and um hopefully they prosecute him to the full extent of the law and he learns from his lesson i right, don't know how long right. how much he'll get but you know secondary murder that's you're gonna be there for a while and you in california so he's gonna get prosecuted in wichita kansas so they're probably gonna take him back and transport from california where he stays and then he'll probably be incarcerated in Kansas or he may be incarcerated in California. But whatever the case is, I hope you guys are having a great new year. Um, I did not want we did not want this to be morbid <laughs> in any sense. We happy just want, new year. Yeah, happy new year. Certainly. Certainly. So um, please stay tuned to Future Focus Radio, uh, Future Focus podcast. We are always on the first Sunday or first Saturday of every month first and Saturday. always check out the future focus podcast where we come back uh, two weeks after that pot uh, that broadcast and we, you know please keep us in your prayers um, I have a new album coming out and yes sir um, yes sir <laughs> <laughs> uh, some more details on that later uh, please keep us in your prayers you know as you you know have your prayer list please if you if you don't mind put us on the prayer list or us and our families as we're the head the head of our households <laughs> uh so yeah right right um uh hope y'all having a good one uh god bless you please pray for the mcnab family as well as for the finch family who lost their son andrew yes. finch
Yeah. Um, yeah, it's just a very sad situation to see that where someone was irresponsible with their freedom and irresponsible for a joke, you know, and then people are profiting off of inciting panic. You can literally be fined and jailed for yelling fire in a crowded building, but you can't right. go to j- but you won't be prosecuted as far as I can see, as far as I know, you, you there hasn't been prosecutions for people that have done swatting or have done Really? Yeah. I mean, I, I've I've never heard of anyone being prosecuted for swatting, basically calling cops with a false report and then not getting caught. But if you, how can you upload it to YouTube and then say <laughs> I did this and then not be prosecuted? Wow. So um, definitely needs to be something, you know, something needs to be. And, and maybe it may be like, hey, Crown, you sound like a narc. Well, in this situation, I am because someone just lost their life because they're playing around and being stupid. Yeah. Man, that's Facts. crazy. And then even if the person that he was supposed to get or trying to get um, provided their real address or got their, you know, he had the real address, then that person could have died. Right. So it doesn't work either way. It doesn't work either way. It's so, not right. Yeah, so God bless you. I'm done with my spiel. <laughs> um, we're going to so get out of here. So boxman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, just, I get kind of irritated with that because I don't find it funny. But, yeah. You know, don't play with... You can play with your own life. Don't play with other people's lives. All right. All right. So God bless you. This is Future Focus. You're out. Yeah.